Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Today, we talk about one of Mike's favorite things in the world. We're going to review lots and lots of horror movies. This week, we are talking about redheads. So, Mike, how was Ginger? <laughs> what? No, we're talking about <laughs> Midsummer. What what what? What are you talking about? Ginger. You know, you're whore. Oh, no, we're talking about horror movies, man. Come on. Oh, damn it. So it's 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 Halloween in July, right? That's what people do. That's what's on the Lifetime network? No, Hallmark Channel. You're getting it mixed up. Oh, oh, oh okay. Hallmark Channel. Yeah, yeah Hallmark Hall- Channel. Hall- Hall- Halloween in July. Hallmark Channel is all about Christmas in July. All about it. Oh, man. I thought it was Halloween. I always get confused. What's going on? Well, I do have to say, at least we are not talking about your favorite movie of all time, Crawl. Man, I didn't like that movie. But we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about Midsummer. Dude, Frank straight up will not stop. Like, this whole past weekend, I'm sure our regular listeners who listened to Spider-Man last week know I was down for multiple days in the valley with my sister and brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law literally was begging me to go to see Crawl because he, my sister, I don't think, wanted to go, and he didn't want to go by himself. And I had no desire to go, and I got away with it. Like, he was even... On Sunday night, I'm like, no, dude, I need to edit my photos. I need to get these turned in. He's like, come on, man. There's a nine o'clock. Let's go watch Crawl. I'm like, no. Ugh, no, I didn't like Crawl because I didn't like the way it portrayed alligators. But I did see a movie this weekend when I was down there. And we're going to talk about that for possibly our next podcast, which you'll have to sit tight and wait to hear at the end of this one. Ha! But what we are going to talk about is Midsummer, And uh, here's the rundown for Midsummer. This is the latest movie directed by Arya Aster, written by Arya Aster. It's starring Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, uh, Wilhelm Bloomgreen. I probably messed that up. Uh, William Jackson Harper and Will Poulter. Now, dude, I think you got it. I think you got it pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. He is actually Swedish where the film takes place, so that's cool. All right, uh, and then the summary for the movie is a couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Well, Mike, since I'm going to have many and many and many of these while we talk about this movie... Mike, what are you drinking today? <sighs> ah, so I'm drinking one that I was drinking before on the last pod, which is the uh, Crooked Stave. Do you even zest? With a question mark, exclamation point. Is this the one that's uh, juicy? Yes, it's hazy, juicy, citrus, tropical. That's what the top says. So it's like juicy fruit in a can with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Like juicy <laughs> fruit in a can with alcohol. Yeah. 
I like when I catch you like so off guard. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely not something I was expecting you to say for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I think it's funny. What are you drinking today, man? I'm drinking my last of the Four Peaks Brewing Company's Peach Golden Ale. It's my last one, and I'm going to savor it. No, I'm not. I'm going to drink it fast and go get another because of this hot garbage of a movie. Oh, geez. So, so uh, obviously, we kind of know where you stand on this movie, Matt. I loved it. I immediately went to the top of my list of worst movies ever. Worst movies ever? Really? Okay. No, no. It's, I, I, didn't, I didn't love it like all the critics do, and I didn't hate it but i didn't i don't know like the cinematography is incredible there were a few shots i really really enjoyed the acting was really well done the color palette is amazing i love how it's a horror movie in bright daylight pastel almost like a watercolor type painting i mean it was just beautiful But the story, you know, for me, the story is like one of the biggest things when it comes to a movie. And I just hated this story. I thought it was just crap. Yeah, I can see how you would hate it. Um, I guess it's a it's a fairly common story. uh, Kind of rehashed in this movie, uh, definitely differently. But uh, with the, you know, Arya Aster uh, flair. But. Yeah, it's kind of a it's it's a story that we've we've seen many times. It's the Wicker Man without the Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, yeah, I liked the acting a lot in this. I liked all the like um, symbology and like the different things that like uh, kind of like the disturbing artwork and stuff that was throughout the the, the movie, like. It seemed like somebody went to a ton of work for all that, and that's awesome. Like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, especially the stuff that was in, like, their uh, cabin. Yeah. Uh, every time I saw that shot, I was looking for, like, there's different stuff. Every time they, they went into that, it was, like, a different angle. Dude, seriously, I everything about this movie was great except for the freaking story. It was just, I just, I did not like the story at all. I just did not. All right, Matt. Well, when we, we talked about this a little bit offline, you were saying it's a love it or hate it. So uh, I see where you stand. I am not on the love it side. That's for sure. Uh, I think I I think I like this director. So I liked it, but I don't know if I could say I loved it. Um, well, I liked Hereditary a lot. A lot of people did not like Hereditary. I thought Hereditary was great. And I was looking forward to this as a follow-up to his first horror film. And according to some interviews and things, this is going to be his last horror film, at least for a while. Oh, okay. So you taking a break and going to try some different genre. Yeah. He just wants to do different genre films and I'm looking forward to those, but I just, the story on this, just, I'm sorry. I just really did not like it. I really did not. I think he has a great eye. I think he's extremely talented with a camera. I think he's extremely Talented with setting up a scene, getting the sets exactly how he wants. I mean, he's very talented on that. He's definitely good at shocking you. I mean, he's has that one across the board. But I just, yeah. you know, you don't have to write and direct everything, man. I, I know it's hard 
you know, to direct someone else's script, but there's a lot of good ones out there. There's a lot of crap out there too. Maybe hunt down someone else. I don't know. I don't know. I, I maybe like this was his sophomore slump because you know her hereditary, which I loved, which was so different and super jarring. Uh, awesome horror movie. It, this one was just it was okay. Like, but the the story is a lot weaker. Yeah, but everything else is really top notch, so that's what makes it hard. Do you remember what episode Hereditary is? Because I don't. No, no. Do you want me to go to the internets? No, I'm already on it. I'm already on the okay. internets. I'm right. just trying go to, to do internets. it sly without like clicking on stuff. Oh, uh, okay. All right. With the so, keyboard. Like the mouse uh, is quiet, the keyboard is not. So I'll just talk a little bit about well, yeah, uh, talk about the, how much the, the more story, you love this movie. Yeah, so the, the, this uh, movie, and, you know, not to sound too bad on the movie, it kind of starts out with a shocking uh, couple scenes. Like, uh, they're actually really disturbing. Yeah, like dude, oh. and that was a part that I actually really enjoyed. I mean, it was super screwed up. And I was like, all right, so this is, we're getting another hereditary. I mean, this is going to be cool. And then it's not. Like, it falls off, like, hard. Yeah, it does. It does fall off. But I really liked uh, Florence uh, Pugh's uh, acting. Oh, God, yeah. She was amazing in this, because I really did, uh, you know, without getting into too much, I really believed everything that, like, she was showing. And, like, there's some really, like, tough moments that she has to deal with and so it's like woo um all right I so really so hold her. on this is going to blow your mind okay. we did hereditary 100 episodes ago it's episode 23 wow that does blow my mind yep. man there's a lot of movies that come out wow. and this is episode 123 that's kind of interesting <laughs> we didn't plan that one <laughs> yes we did shut up matt Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, we did. Uh, yes, we did. Yes, it was uh, Hereditary, episode 23, June 21st, 2018. Wow. Wow. Almost a year later. I mean, not quite, because this came out... When did this come out? Uh, it came Last out week. July... What is it? Uh, it came out July 4th, right? Uh, yeah, I think it came out, yeah, uh, or 5th, or maybe 3rd, I don't know. Oh, it could have been the 4th of July third, is weird. Yeah. yeah, that shit was weird. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, it was almost a year to the date. Pretty close. Wow. So that, do you think that means before Hereditary was even out and getting reviews, he was already filming Midsummer? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He had to have been. I mean, how small the crew is and everything, and I mean, I think it, I think it took him at least a year, probably. No, well, maybe not a year to shoot it. At least probably like four or five months to shoot it. I would think. Yeah, you think? He, I mean, planning wise, it probably took at least a year. You know, like to storyboard out all the shots, and I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know all the exact process that you have to go through, but I feel like it's a lot of like pre-production stuff before you even get to the full production and then then all the post-production so 
Well, you could go to the internet and find out because I'm sure someone wrote about how he probably is already working on his second film before his first one even came out or something like that. I'm sure there's something out there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, you well, don't have to. I don't want to, I, I won't do it right now. You don't have to Google. Weird. You don't, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so, all right. How else are we going to talk about Midsummer without ruining it? Because it is difficult, like most horror films, to talk about without ruining it, especially this one. I mean, sure, we know it's a cult that's out there and bad things happen. And all the people that are out on this trip, it's basically kind of like a uh, the start of a European vacation for these college students. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I guess that's what we can talk about. Um, well, I yes. think I got one question I could probably ask without ruining too much of it. Okay. Um, it's a cult, and they go, you know, through the forest to get to this area where this cult is. Now, do you think they live in that area year-round, or do you think they only go there for this particular time, ceremony, whatever, and they live in, like, normal cities? Uh, I felt like they lived there year round, but I, I don't know. Um, that's, that, that, that's a good, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a good question, man. I'm not sure. It's hard to, hard to say. Yeah. I'd like to say that they're probably there year round, but they clearly have a couple vehicles in the town that are sparsely hidden outside for only certain things, which you find out and we can talk about later, but it's not, you know, vehicles aren't rampant rampant and that's vehicles of all kinds, bikes, horses, skateboards, everything. I mean, there's only like three cars and one of them is a two passenger truck, I think. And that's about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm sure they make a run into like a nearby town to get certain things, but I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. I don't know. Ooh, ooh, Matt, to, to fill some more time. Uh, I'm looking at some of the trivia for the movie. This film was originally given an NC-17 by the uh, Movie Association, the MPAA. Uh, According to Ari Aster, run 30 minutes was cut from the final film, mainly due to content. Oh, interesting. I knew he shortened it because his full cut is like three hours. And I couldn't believe that because I already thought this stupid thing was too long and slow to begin with. Yeah, it was long and it felt long. Definitely. Interesting. Well, see, that that makes me want to watch it, his uncut version, in the future to see if it's any better. Yeah, uh, I I am curious. I, I will I will watch the uncut version when it comes out. It'll probably be out on... Net- oh, no, it'll be on Prime because yeah. they have a deal with A24. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have that deal with A24. So I'm sure... I don't know if they'll put the uncut on there anytime soon, but when it does come out in, I don't know, six months, three months, whatever... It'll be on Prime, like, almost immediately. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, anyways, all right. Well, Mike, um, I don't know how much more we could talk about uh, the film without ruining it and spoiling it. So, uh, let's go ahead and do this. Mike, do you recommend members of our audience to go see this in the theaters, or do you think they should wait until it's on Amazon Prime? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. I think I would say wait uh it's not worth uh, spending your 12 or whatever dollars it is to go to the movie these days 
I would wait until it's on Prime or Redbox or whatever your preferred uh, movie, home movie viewing experience is. Nice, nice. I would say the exact same. I do not think this is one you need to rush out and see in the theaters. It is very beautiful. It is very well shot, but it doesn't add anything to see it on a giant screen. If you are a huge fan of cinematography and a huge fan of film and photographic, you know, art and things like that, then maybe it would for just for that side. But I still say, wait, it's no, it's not worth your money. Yeah, I would say wait still, yeah. All right, Mike. So uh, after that question, I will ask the most important question of the entire podcast. Mike, I know this one was just painfully difficult, and you've been looking for it for over five days. I know that for a fact. Mike, how does Midsummer relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Ah, yeah, that's right, Matt. This was a tough one. Um, I looked through just about everyone on the cast. And finally, right at the end, uh, in visual effects, I found Matt Anderson, who worked on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 uh, as visual effects and also on Doctor Strange visual effects. But man, this one was a tough one. I looked through everyone and... There was not a lot of people that made this movie, and I was getting worried. I was. Well, good job, Mike, because I know you were having a hard time, and you were like, dude, let's not even talk about it, because I can't find the MCU tie-in. And you persevered, you found it, and again, it's our visual effects artist. Yes. um, It looks like, uh, I mean, it looks like a lot of the same people work on the same kind of projects. But sometimes, uh, you know, they get stuck in these areas and they're not doing anything with the MCU. And luckily, luckily, the MCU is big enough to cover all the movies that we've reviewed so far, except for maybe one, one or two. And they were really old. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, that's a tough one. I mean, I still applaud you for finding that tie in for Jaws. That was huge. that, that, That was hard. (laughs) <laughs> i know jaws is your favorite movie of all time though one of your favorite movies of all time and so i know you spent tireless hours finding that one yes yes i did all right so here's your warning people spoilers for midsummer from here on out so if you don't want midsummer spoiled and you're gonna watch it like we recommend when it comes out on prime video go ahead and click this bad boy off now mike I know you love this movie. Spoil away. <laughs> um, so this movie starts out with uh, a bang. I'm not really going to say what it was, but man, does it start out like um, pretty crazy. And then it's really slow. It takes quite a while and there's some weird relationship stuff like uh, the relationship of the two head characters was super awkward. And I know it was supposed to be. But man, like it was awkward. Like the Florence uh, Pugh and and Jack uh, Raynor uh, that play uh, Danny and Christian. It was so weird because, you know, Christian was about to break up with his girlfriend. And then an event happened and he felt like that wasn't a good timing. And then 
I don't know. He almost didn't tell her about this trip to Sweden, which is like super weird. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to Sweden next week. Well, I kind of understand that in a point because his intention was to break up with her. So he wasn't going to tell her he was leaving the country after he broke up with her kind of thing. That would have just pissed her off and made her mad even more. So he kept that to himself. And then he's like, oh shit, that's right. I didn't break up with her. I probably should tell her I'm going to Sweden. (laughs) So this is supposed to be um, some anthropology students, I believe, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, anthropology students. And, and, uh, Christian's character didn't seem like he was a student at all. Like, he didn't seem like he was interested in anything. Which is super weird because the other two characters seem like they were interested in cultural things. One of them wanted to just, you know, sleep with the first Sweden chick that he could. And that's okay. But uh, the other guy was super interested in the cultural aspects, like an anthropologist should be. But, like, Christian's character just seemed, I don't know, like, blah. Like, uh I'm here. And that's one of the big issues I have with this film because there's that scene where he's trying to take away the thesis from his classmate who clearly is the more dedicated to his degree and dedicated to actually learning and exploring about this community and putting pen to paper and he steals it away from him. I thought that was such bullshit. I just, it was a, oh, I hated that. Oh yeah, that was a weird part of the story. I mean... So we've already talked about how the story is not that great, but this this aspect of the story was odd. Uh, I did like some of the creepy like buildup of the cult stuff. Like, there's some visuals. There's like, oh, it's a love story, and then there's this slow pan of like this kind of like oh the tapestry, the big yeah, long dude. tapestry that's hanging out like on a clothesline or something. Dude, that was creepy, and that was super foreshadowing. But crazy foreshadowing. <laughs> but 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 it was such a creepy picture and like he was all it's a love story and then afterwards I was like what the fuck <laughs> like, it's basically the whole movie from start to finish in that tapestry yeah it is it is you didn't know that at the time or I didn't know that no I, I didn't I was like why the hell are they showing us this crap this is weird and then there was a there's another story decision that was really odd is uh, William Jackson Harper's character Josh is aware of the ceremony that they're about to attend. He's aware, I think, of the general idea of what's going to happen and doesn't share it with his classmates. But after you watch what happens, I'm not going to say what happens, Matt. I don't think we should. It was crazy, awesome, gory, gruesome, and it was one of the better parts of the film. Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't he just give him, like, a, hey... Just so you know, I think this might happen, but instead he didn't. I thought that was weird. Well, especially with the what the main character went through fairly recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super, super, like, insensitive, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So there's just weird things like that in this movie. Like, overall, this is a classic cult movie where, you know, everybody welcomes you with open arms and everything's good. And then things are a little bit weird. Then they get a little weirder. So to backtrack a minute, because I didn't want to interrupt you and I was being good about it. Okay, good. Josh, about his uh, knowing what the ritual was coming. 
I think he knew kind of what it was, but I don't think he knew how it was going to end. Oh, if okay. that makes sense All without right. revealing yeah. what happens. I think he thought, you know, they're going to do this. They're going to go up here and do this. They're going to do this. And then how it ends, I think he was as shocked as everyone else. I might be just reading into it a little bit. I don't know. But that's the only thing I could process it through my head to say, hey, if he, if he probably didn't know they were going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And then... Uh, as I was saying, and then, then some stuff starts happening, like some of the people start disappearing and then everybody has kind of a weird excuse and well, uh, you know, things start to turn bad, like we said. So, yeah, well, and the, the other, um, what was it? Um, the, the, the British couple? No. Yeah. Right. Wilhelm's brother's friends that he brought the British couple from the probably Cambridge or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't remember what school they were from. They are like there and they're like integrated with like our group from the U S slowly. And then all of a sudden there's like a little bit of a divide and they're like hashing it out as a couple and all this other shit. And then all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah. And it was real sudden. And then there was like, Oh, just don't worry about it. Right. So I think a lot of the stuff that was cut out probably fills in a lot of these gaps that I, at least I didn't like. Yeah. Maybe. I, I, I I think there's a scene where I definitely felt like there was going to be more and then it just stops. And Matt, that's when, um, that's when Josh, uh, William Jackson Harper's character sneaks out to go do some recon and uh oh yeah yeah in the in the library ends, right with yeah, all the books it, yeah yeah it just ends and i felt like there's a lot more to that oh yeah see and i bet you it, it's a lot more expanded like you see him where and then he's like maybe like dragged to like an area where the british couple is currently you know what i mean maybe something like that and then it starts explaining what really happened I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I do applaud. Like I said, the the visuals, like the um, the, the artwork, incredible. The, the color. Um, there's some use of. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a drone. Matt, would you say? Oh it yeah, was a drone definitely. in the beginning. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a neat way to like follow the characters into like a new place. Yeah, drone, uh, uh, helicopter for sure. Um. Could have been a really like that one. There's like one shot where the camera goes completely upside down. Oh yeah, I don't know how he did. That. I that honestly cool. think it had to have been a really tall boom. Like it had to have been because you can't unless they had. Well, if they had a drone with a gimbal that can do a hundred and eighties degrees like flip, like smoothly. Like yeah, that. yeah. Then that's possible. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can build shit like that. It's just the question is how much is it going to cost? Because it's not it's not a cheap camera that did those shots. That was a nice camera. So it could have been a nice big, you know, truly legit drone carrying it. But it would have probably been at least a, a $30,000 rig, which is possible. They're out there. I don't know. But the, I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, there there's some there's a some some cool shots in this movie. No, nah, dude, there were a bunch of amazing shots. Like when they're dancing around the uh the pole thingy. 
all the women. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's going up and he's kind of spinning counterclockwise to what the girls are doing. I mean, that's like a typical, you know, drone shot. But I mean, he did it so well. It's so nice. Yeah. No, it it, it was cool. It, it, there, there was... There's lots of aspects, like like I guess you keep saying um, the story could could have been better, and maybe maybe this cutting out thirty minutes, which is kind of a lot, although the movie was really long, so yeah, I don't know if it would help with the pacing or anything, but I don't know, but yeah, I had a lot of shots, like you're saying, a lot of shots I liked. I like that one you're talking about where they're coming into the community with the drone shots. I like the shot of the first ritual, which we're not going to expose what it is. As gross and as weird as this is, I thought this was a really, really wild, fascinating shot. But when he's laying pipe to the chick and all the old women are around him. Yes. That's gross as shit, but it is a really interesting shot. Like, wow. And then um, (laughs) I'm trying to think. There's a few more. Like, you know, the one where they're dancing around and doing that. Oh, and I loved her in the... uh, If you pay attention, slowly when she gets, spoilers again, we're in spoilers, when she becomes the May Queen or whatever. Oh, yes. She slowly starts, like, from that point on, like, she starts, her whole body slowly starts getting covered with more and more flowers until the end where her entire body is hidden by flowers other than her head. And I thought that was really cool. You're right. Yep, that does happen. Yeah, I thought that was really, really neat. Um, yeah, and speaking of the end, uh, I mean, there's a decision made by our final, the the final scene that seems really mm, odd to me, but I guess it's supposed to show that the main character is finally just completely lost it. I, I, I don't know. It had descended into insanity. I think it's partially that, partially that she found her family and she now feels like she's part of the weird cult family and she will do anything to protect her new family oh okay all right you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah all right if, and that includes getting rid of outsiders i don't know again i might be reading it differently but so 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 you think the decision was a little too extreme i do so so matt I will applaud you for actually going to this movie because I know that you're not always the biggest horror movie fan and I drag you to way too many horror movies. You would rather go watch um, Aladdin. No, I would not. Story <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> I'd rather see Midsummer than Aladdin. <laughs> no, I'll go see Midsummer again, please. <laughs> All right, all right. No, um, well, and the thing is, that, I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's not, it's like hereditary. It's a horror movie, but it's not really a horror movie. It's more, I don't know, it's more of a thriller. It's, it's, uh, it's psychological, definitely. There's, there's more to it. It's not, uh, like a slasher movie or anything. Uh, there are elements that are gory and graphic, but it's not, it's more about getting in your head. And this one's not as, I don't know, hereditary really got to me, man. Whew. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It was good. It was real good. But, you know, Hereditary deals with, like, the family. And that especially hits home for both of us. And then Midsummer is more about a relationship. It still deals with the family as well and being accepted and things like that. 
but it's more about relationships. Oh man, the 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 opening scene was so disturbing. Like I'm like, oh man, what am I in for? And then it was kind of like, hmm. Yeah, it just falls off really hard. Yeah, yeah. It was that was pretty jacked up, man. Very jacked oh. up. Oh man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. Ooh. I d- I don't want to say anything because like I feel like if we give that away, we're giving away too much of the movie, so we can't do that. Well, okay. A disservice. All right, you want one of my one of my complaints? Yeah, dude. Drop the, it. The bear. What's the deal? Like, oh you get, yeah, dude. What was the bear? Yeah, you get man. one shot of the bear. Like, I don't know, a quarter of the way through when they first get the community, and that's it. And then you get to see him at the end for one reason and one reason only because they stick a dude in him. I mean, it's just it was yeah, so wasted. Yeah, I, I feel. I feel like there's more to that. Maybe that got cut too, man. I mean, 30 minutes. We lost 30 minutes of this movie. Who knows what was in it? Yeah. He cut the wrong shit, though. That's for sure. And then the the, <laughs> the part, uh, like, uh, this part wasn't needed at all. It was actually really weird. Uh, the part where they're, like, dressing the bear or, or you know. Um, yeah, they're gutting him. Yeah, they're got, like yeah, they're dressed. Why? They're field dressed. Like, well, they're not field yeah, dressing because well, they're not they're not in the field. But yeah, why? Why do they show like? Yeah, they went into like, this hardcore in depth on that. Why they they could have explained something else or left something else in. Whatever. So weird. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be creepy, but I I just felt like it was like okay, unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Mike. Well, let's do it. I think I think we've talked enough about it. I mean, I could talk about it all day long. I mean, seriously, we sit down and we start really diving into the psychological thinking parts of this film, especially if we want to spoil the hell out of the whole thing. We really can get deep and probably talk for two or three hours just on this one film. Because, I mean, it really is really deep and it is really dark and it is really messed up. But on the other hand, it is very brightly lit. It is never dark. Like, at all, except for at the beginning, it's never nighttime. Like, maybe once or twice. I think one time when one of the characters was, uh, like, dreaming or hallucinating, it's dark, but it was just for the effect of they were in the dream. The The whole movie's, like, bright because it's summer in Sweden, and and it's pretty far up there in the northern northern parallels, so... Yeah, and that's one of the things they were talking about, how, you know, they were even going to bed and it was still light outside. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, dude, you just hit on something I wanted to talk about that I that did mess me up a little bit, was the hallucinations. I mean, they were just filling all of these newcomers with hallucinations, uh, teas, mushrooms, you name it. I mean, they were hallucinating. They were tripping balls the whole time. And yeah, they were. They really, really, Ari Aster did a great job really showing that, especially at the end. After um, uh, Christian drinks, like, I think it was a tea or something. I don't know. It looked gross. I wouldn't have drank it. But when, after he drank whatever the hell that was, and you, you notice that the camera's, like, moving a little bit. But if you pay attention to, like, the background and the different things on, like, the table and the different, like, that shit's, like, full-on moving. And it's really trippy. Yeah, yeah. And even um, the character's eyes uh, dilated. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed that, yep. but, like... It looked like he was like, yeah, he was out there. That was, I thought Ari Aster did a really incredible job. I mean, dude, he's an amazing filmmaker. He really is. I I applaud him for that. But again, it's just the story with this. 
And so yeah. with that, Mike, I'm going to give you my reels. And there's no way in hell you're going to be more harsh than me. There's no way. Okay. All right. Go. One and a half reels. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not going to be as harsh as you. No. Yeah. See, I, I love the movie other than the story, but the story is that big of a freaking deal. It knocked it down that hard for me. I'm sorry. It just did. It was, it was bad. It was just bad. The acting is great. Everything else is great. The story's just bad. All right. So I'm going to give this one two and a half reels. So I'm a full reel above you. Damn. I know. Crazy. But I liked it. I, 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 okay. So the story's bad, but I didn't feel like it's, it took away as much as it did for you. So I, I don't know. I, and it could be that I've seen so many terrible movies that even this terribleness is better than a lot of the terribleness I've seen before. But why do all the critics, all the critics love this movie? Why do they all love it to death? Because that always happens. Every time the, the people watch movies, we, we like, you know, what, like Marvel movies and stuff, and the critics always don't like those movies. They, they, I don't know. I feel like the critics only like stuff that they know the general population won't like. It's just because it's artsy as shit. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely some art to this man. He must have spent so much time with uh, the symbology and the different like, and it looked like they researched a lot about Sweden and 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 like I guess Scandinavian history and and things like that. Because it seemed like they were trying to touch on a lot of their cultural things. Yeah, a lot of the pagan and culture and things it, like that. Yeah. Yeah, through, throughout the year, like history and stuff. That, so I thought that was cool. Like, it seemed very authentic. But, dude, seriously, like, I thought the look of it, I thought all that stuff was great. It was just the story that just... <sighs> yeah, no, that's okay, man. That's okay. It was just, no. It was just, no. It just, I don't know. All right, man. So we teased this earlier. What are we going to review on the next pod? We're going to talk about Stuber. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So uh, without saying too much about it, uh, we we both have uh, already seen it, and we're going to do the, the next pod here shortly. It was better than I expected. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun... Uh, when I was asking you what, what we're going to do, because I was like, well, if crawl really was that good. I'll go see crawl. And you were like, you know, it's, it was fun. It was a good popcorn movie. And that is a good way to describe it. Yeah. So, uh, tune in to our next pod to find out more. It's, it's Drax and Camille Nagiani. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, oh, with dude, that, Matt... Should I even oh. talk about this? Because I don't think anybody listens to our podcast. Uh, I still haven't given away our freaking digital code for our Lone Survivor. I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess I guess nobody wants it. I guess not. Mike, you want it? No, no, I'm good. I don't need it. Or should I just read it out loud and then so the first per- person to activate it got it? <laughs> I don't think I would do that. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> Anyways. All right, all right. So email if you want a free copy of Lone Survivor. We're trying to get listeners. Leave us an iTunes review. It helps, please. See here. It's still right there. But go. Leave us an iTunes review. We really need it. We need to bump it up. We need to bump it up. We're almost at 5,000 downloads. That's not too bad, right, Michael? No, that's not too bad. 
but we could use 5,000 a day. That would be better. 5,000 a day would be amazeballs. And then we could go and form the Drowning Nerd Production Studio and do like YouTube shows like everyone else. And that would be amazing to be my day job. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the talent and you'll do all the work. It'll be great. Hey, as long as I can do my Star Wars show at least once a week with the Blue Mill. You know what? That's what we could do. When we start the Drowning Nerds production studio, we'll bring on the uh, Blue Milk guys. Okay. And then all I'll right. have my own half hour long Star Wars show critiquing the week of Star Wars news or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Damn it. Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars. Uh, all right. All right. All right. God, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge so bad. I hate people. Uh, Matt, the uh, the the second ride. Oh shit, I don't even know what it's called. Um, Rise of the Resistance. Yes, the Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> so open at uh, uh, Disney World before it opens at Disneyland. Yeah, I know. So, I heard about that. I don't that. know. That's that's kind of weird, man. I don't know because Disney World's. Um, is October Galaxy's Edge doesn't open until uh, yeah like like fall yeah it's so. uh, I think they're tentatively saying October of this year and Galaxy's Edge is going to open 100% in Orlando and then the Anaheim one is going to open 100% January or basically Rise of the Re- Rise of the Resistance opens in January yeah interesting anyways yeah I, I've been paying attention I've been listening to podcasts and I've been seeing people make their lightsabers and their droids and all that shit and I had a few friends that I work with at the Rattlers that went over the week we were off. I was like, God, when the earthquakes were happening, they were at, they were at Galaxy's Edge when the earthquakes were happening in California. Oh, man, did you get like a free ticket when there's an earthquake while you're at the park? No, I don't think they did, but they did shut down the ride and they didn't get to go on it. And they were pretty upset about that. Yeah, I, I think I'd be calling Disney Guest Services, man. That sounds like a free ticket if I've ever heard one. Dude, seriously. Yeah, they shut down the ride, so it's like, yeah, they probably should give you a free ticket because he didn't get to go. So, But I, I think the earthquakes might have affected the construction on Rise of the Resistance, and I think they might have found some fatal error kind of stuff Oh man, that they caught in time to correct while they're building the Orlando one. That's the only thing I can come up with. Because think about it, if Orlando's gonna, they're gonna open 100% October, that means whatever they figured out, they screwed up or got messed up or isn't working in Anaheim, they fixed it in the process of building it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I could come up with. Anyways. Okay, I'm done. I'll stop talking about Star Wars. All right. Well, on that uh, colorful, uh, earthquakey news of the galaxy. We are uh, going to let you guys go and uh, catch us on our next pod where we're going to review Stuber. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.